it's Chelsea, and you're listening to the Natural Ones Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Natural Ones. <laughs> uh, we uh, are here to to bring joy and spread jokes that, um, yeah, uh, probably not. Um, Chris? What's up? Giveaway. Speaking time? of speaking of joy, joy. Uh, yeah. You guys want to? You guys want one of the cutest, cutest homebrew creatures to ever exist in your fi- in your fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons games? Mm. Let me tell you about the Garship. Uh, now the Garship. What, what what are they? The Garship are this wonderful race of little otter folk uh, created by underground oracle. Uh, they uh, they they live in like little colonies, uh, and they're they're mostly they're mostly I mean they basically they basically act like otters. Uh, they're all, they're all they're all fun, rough and tumble. They live in uh, they live in swamps, and these swamps are like magical swamps that grow around like this this axolotl like creature that they that they worship and coexist with. Just like this big happy fun community. Um, it's something they I they break things on their tummies. Yeah, they they do they do that. Uh, not aggressive, just cute fun things. Uh, a great a great not a great aggressive. little thing. They're, they are not aggressive. They're not like the Akuska, another underground oracle thing, uh, which are cute little uh, quokka-looking things uh, that explode when they feel threatened. So that's so those are dangerous. Um, but uh, the Garship, uh, it's a it's a, it's a wonderful like uh, little little creature with like a really cool like kind of world-building concept uh, that underground oracle uh, made. A, super easy to just kind of drop it into your world and surprise your players with something they, you know, can't possibly have read ahead of uh, in the in, in in the book and try to act like they they one up you. If you got like a rules lawyer at the table, right. uh, throw this in there. You have no idea what's coming. Yeah, drop it like a baby. Super satisfying. Uh, drop that baby gently into its crib and and lovingly sing, and sing, kiss it on the and, head and say, "You're a beautiful baby. You're always going to be." Yeah, baby sing baby. nice little lullabies. Uh, wish that baby a happy sleep. It's gonna yeah. be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be such <laughs> amazing things. When it when it grows up, such as play Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition with underground Oracle supplements, uh, straight, from my, straight from the underground. Um, yeah, if you want to win this supplement, uh, all you got to do is be active in the chat. We'll be giving it away at halftime, uh, and then the winner will be randomly selected. By and the we also have are... Jana Jackson at halftime. Oh, did we not? Did we not get her? Uh, underground Oracle, if you don't know. A uh, little independent publishing company that makes weekly supplements for 5th edition. Uh, I love them. I've been trying to get uh, Tyler to include as many of them as possible, including the Garship. Uh, I very badly want to run into the Garship. Uh, but it is what it is. You can check them out on Twitter at Underground Oracle. Um, and you can buy their stuff on DriveThruRPG. But even even better than that, uh, you can support them on Patreon. And for $3 a month, or $6 a month if you want a little bit of extra stuff, uh, you will get weekly supplements. That's less than a dollar per supplement. Supplements uh, that have been play tested and they, they they have really good design work as well. They they, they look professional. They're, they they basically they basically all come with plot hooks, which is fantastic. And they're and they're specific and interesting in their design, but mm-hmm. open enough that like it's super easy to adjust them to fit into whatever world you're running. Uh, it's it's what I really like about it. But yeah, that's that. Uh, get in that chat. Get that Garship. Um, Wherever it is. What are we pointing at? I think she's trying to point to the chat. Oh. You're the other way. Yeah, the chat's the other way. <laughs> yeah. Unless they're using... Unless they're watching us in, in, in Australia, I'd assume. 
Or Israel, they read right to left, and I am the resident Jew, so gotta (laughs) keep my brand. Yeah, so does Japan. Is Japan also Jewish? (laughs) But does that change the position of the chat bar? Wait, are we? No. No. It does not. It was just a joke about how Australia's toilets flush the other way. It's the... Got it. Coriolis (laughs) effect? Hmm. It's the it's the Boreanaz effect. The, Aurora Coriolis. It's the David Boreanaz effect. <laughs> I love Bones. Yeah, it is Bones. Yes, excellent. Or Angel, yeah. or Buffy, or the yeah. Buffy. Like, isn't Buffy? He's the sexy vampire. Wait, is he Angel? Yes. Yeah, oh. Angel's. That's yeah. spinoff. So hence the show. <laughs> Is there, is there, um... Is there a dislike button on a person? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) I won't tell you where. You have all exited the city of Korhal, walked the mile distance to the barrier wall, and standing there at the wall is Ark, sort of just... He's, he's sitting... I I said standing, but, like, he's, he's, he's sitting down, um... Uh, just kind of seems to be lost in a, a, a small little book. He's got it open, and he's sort of like, uh, I'm just like patiently reading profile to you. And as you walk up to the actual barrier, he closes it and like opens this little, puts it inside, gets up. What was the book? I didn't see. It's, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Maps and Sewers of Core Hall. <laughs> um, well, I guess he can't hear us, so I guess just kind of a little wave. And he... And he... Uh, um, he goes ahead and goes to... He, he, he vacates the spot. And he goes towards the uh, the actual out outposts, right? The the medical tents. He's gone about fifteen minutes. Uh, but as yeah, maybe not have all of your dice out on the table when she's on the table. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm I'm not actually. That <laughs> was funny. No, it's fine. Yes, Chelsea. So we haven't left the barrier yet, if I understand no. this correctly? No, you are Amazing. still within the barrier. So while this is all happening, I'm going to, um, out of character, ask a really quick question. This is before or after we... <laughs> it's before. Lit. Okay. Um, so you so haven't rested, I, you haven't, you know, done anything. Cool. I would like to then do the uh, locate creature. Okay. And... Talk to Set Lolly about the dude who she's trying to. Well, let me do that in character. Uh, Set Lolly. <laughs> Set Lolly. Knock knock. Yes. I know this is probably like isn't the time. But uh, do you want to find that guy? I mean, I guess it would be nice to have a concrete answer for Moral as to where Bracus is. 
Alright, I'm gonna do the spell then. Okay. And I cast Locate Creature. Mm -hmm. And I Locate uh, the How much... Okay. Assuming that they are not a polymorphed person. Or... Uh... That's it. It doesn't say they have to be alive. You That's really the direction to the creature's location as long as that creature is within a thousand feet of you. <laughs> and she explained that we got like how they look and everything last session, two sessions ago, from that lady in the camp. Okay. We learned their backstory, their grades in high school. We're really familiar. Okay. <laughs> You're. You have the name of the person, and you have a vague description. Uh, so it's enough to know that, yes, the Brachus is within Core Hall. So they're, they're inside here. I don't know if you... I mean, I don't know if they're one of the Blob dudes or not. I mean, I think we have to assume <laughs> that everyone in here has been infected, plus I was told he was already in here because he was infected, so... <sighs> this is just unfortunately the reality that this curse has caused. I don't want to go back with that answer, but... I have no other choice. <clears throat> I'm sure they'll understand. I hope so. I'm not entirely sure what he means to them. They just said he was an acquaintance, but I have a feeling it was more than that since they asked. So I'm not looking forward to letting them know. So Ark returns with uh, Rose in tow and um, <clears throat> kind of like in, in some roundabout way is, is, you know, like writing, she's like writing on a pad and then puts it up to the, to the, to the edge of the barrier and it essentially just asks is is everything done? Yeah, we... Yeah, um, I'm gonna take off my things so I have a magical tinkering, and I'm gonna just make it broadcast like the infection stopped. And hold that up. <clears throat> yeah, it's got a little... The, 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 the words appear above and she writes again evidence um what spell philip do you use to see yeah, the infection what's the spell you use to see the infection philip detect magic and disease detect poison or detect poison and disease <sighs> which I, which only lets the person who cast it see and it does uh, have a, it does have a finite range as well 
Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to ask if they can cast that to see that we are clean so we can talk. She she kind of like nods and um, begins casting the spell and hmm. looks Just at you all and she writes on the pad and then holds it up and says unfortunately I think to be safe we're gonna have to ask you to like sleep spend the night inside the barrier to be 100% sure very long She's, I mean, I don't she's, think we really she's, have a choice. Yeah, she, she's she's giving the, the... You get the sense that she trusts you, and she does see with her, like, that it's dormant, that there's nothing on... But seems like she's saying, like, we, we have to be positive. I mean, it doesn't seem like we have a choice, huh? So we should get somewhere high? You're a mile out from the city. Yeah, we're safe oh. out here. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, start... so uh, I, I just mean to say that in the way that, like, you have a pretty good sense that they're not going to, like, come all the way they're out They're not here. coming to get us. Start laying Hi. out. I just start <laughs> laying out my better roll. I'm trying to even reason if you would have it. It's in my adventurer's pack. It's not... It's possible it would be in the saddlebag. I'll, but I, I figured the tents I... would be in there, but, like... Yeah, I just... I thought... I... Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You guys can you guys can start to make camp. Um, uh, Rose leaves you one last message that like in the morning she'll bring uh, you know, she, she'll come back with uh, uh, Tali, uh, Talia and you guys will sh- like should be able to come back through no problem. Uh, at the moment, anyway, it's it's about. It's close to four o'clock by now. By the time, like, like through, going through the town, going through the 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 undercity, and like coming back out, and making your way over here, it wasn't that far of a walk, but it was probably a long one. Um, so, yeah, you guys are looking at about like four four thirty, and uh, it being around dinner time. And, and um, does anybody have anything for the night? I think I'm just gonna like lay down and turn over and like just kind of immediately like check out sleep I wanna keep watch okay yeah it's it's fairly easy to do uh you know you will have to eventually sleep so like but uh, but for like the first or you know second half it's not it's not hard to keep watch okay Nameless Liam, you guys want to do anything? Okay. Yeah, this is just the opportunity. It, if you don't, if you don't want anything, that's fine. I think I would probably attempt to try and talk to Philip 
but I think that I would notice probably that he is checking out. There is a despondentness to him. Um. I'm just gonna like walk over um uh I'm sorry that happened um I know you didn't want to do it and we kind of outvoted you you yeah, didn't do anything to... wrong. I didn't think I did. I just was apologizing. I'll be okay. Thank you. Yeah. Sleep. Good. You too. You guys make a small dinner from just the bit of rations and uh, other small collections of food that you guys all have. And, um, <clears throat> pardon me, sorry. <clears throat> In the night, there is a moment around... 11.30, close to midnight. Echoing, you know, still from the city. A distant echo. A sort of chorus of wailing and screeching goes out. Um, you can recognize the screeching as, as the things that it was using to paralyze you. Uh, the waves of them, it happens in these waves of, for like five minutes at a time, every like half hour, these things happen. Distant enough that it's not super loud, right? It's not, it's not affecting you. It's not anything more than just sort of a very underlying tone to the evening. Sleep overtakes you. And you wake up the next morning having a long rest. You're all welcome to hit the long the long rest now. Uh can you I'm also gonna just take a second real quick. Um where am I? Just Um, morning comes, but, uh, very, even in the, uh, the barrier, you can tell there's a layer of like a morning, not frost, but like a morning dew, like a, the, the, like the barrier has these very tiny droplets of moisture on the outside of it. You don't feel while you were inside, it wasn't really 
it didn't seem like the weather was affecting the space. Does anybody want to do anything um, until Rose arrives? Yeah, um, as soon as I'm awake, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start packing my gear up, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to start walking back towards Core Hall. Okay. Uh, to the rest of the group, you do see Philip walking back to Core Hall. I'm going to follow him. Sure. It's easy to achieve. He's not running or anything. So you you, you oppose Core Hall. Core Hall. You are I'm going to toss out all the ascending stone. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you send that. So, and you know, keeping keeping just a a, a generous sort of distance from him, said Lolly. Um, you uh, are at the edge, like about fifteen minutes later, you're at the edge of Core Hall. Do I see her? It's it's she's not being subtle, but <laughs> I, it seems like she's giving you some room. Like it, it, she it seems more like she's following you rather than, like, walking right next to you. Right? At the yeah. edge of Core Hall, do we see any of the creatures? Any of the... No. No. Seems like you would have to go, like, go in. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast uh, Bless and put it on me and set lolly and head further in okay. you're disturbing her rest <laughs> if you wanted to say something go ahead um what uh what are you doing we need we need one more answer before we go back What's that? We need to know if we can bring them back. Otherwise, they're going to have to figure it out. So. I need to make sure they've done everything I can before we leave. Okay, just tell me what you need and if I'm able to help. I keep, will. A, keep a distance. Keep your eye open. Just cover me. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. Heading into the city, uh, the two of you kind of. Uh, what pace are you trying to set now? Um, I'm not trying to get anywhere in particular. I'm more just looking for signs or sounds that. Well, you're still you're hearing the the general like overtone of the 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 humming, right? So it's right. basically it's basically just like trying to like get from corner to corner to look down each street, basically. To 
it's not long before you would like look down an alley and you see two of them. You know. Okay. But um, I'm gonna need a. I'm, I'm gonna need wisdom saving throws from the both of you. Yeah. Okay. Jackie? I got an 18. Uh, did you add your d4? For, yeah, for bless, yeah. Uh, I got a 31. Okay. <laughs> uh, 18 should already be enough. So I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to cause you too much anguish there. <laughs> of like trying to figure uh, trying to get the uh, where are they um but uh uh yeah the both of you are able to resist the the sort of like charm of the uh of these things okay so you're able to approach them if you would like okay i um i i'd say right now the distance between you and them is like 25 feet 30 feet Okay, I'm going to close that gap and touch one of them and cast Remove Curse. Okay. Is that a... What level spell is that? Third level. I just got it. <laughs> True. True. Everyone did level up. So, I did say that. And they have known that once the wrong the long the wrong rest the long rest has happened, they have gained ninth level abilities and powers. So it's mostly just taking that feeling we got from that device um, mm -hmm. and just kind of feeling that and trying to find that lingering on this on this thing and trying to sever it more or less. Or trying to suffuse it or put a barrier around it with the kind of divine aura that I have. Trying to basically shield them from it and expel it. So, in your dreams last night, Philip, mm -hmm. you were, it's this half memory at this moment of a conversation with ROI. A brief interaction of all you can really remember. You can't like remember what the conversation was. You can't remember any of the words. You know you had one. You know you had something. But in the nature of dreams and the nature of gods as well, it's it's it seems pretty clear that the things that are sticking with you or the images or the feelings that you're getting and that's what's more important. And there was the feeling of... There's like one word that sticks out to you and it's, it's sort of like champion. And the feeling is sort of... Um, it's protective. It's very stalwart. And it was uh, an emboldening of resolve. And the feeling you get why you know that you can do this now and that you would like to try is the feeling that she's a she's she's pushing through you further she sees the she sees the task in front of you and wants to give you an outlet 
the other thing is, were this a normal curse, it would have worked right off the spot. But what I'm going to need you to do, I do need a vibe check. As this is a persistent effect, powered by magic, powered by a lodestone, the removal of the curse that you're putting through as the spell itself is... Uh, so it's your proficiency plus your wisdom. Or, sorry, uh, what's your caster? Uh, charisma. Charisma. Proficiency plus charisma. That's what it's supposed to be. Um, so... The energy flowing through a removal of a curse is is generally tied to like the person or the object. This is... You, you feel an outer barrier that you've had to penetrate through because of its nature. Because of its nature attached to this lodestone, it is more than just some insignia somewhere or some, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Like some uh, uh, ritualistic curse or, or some sort of like object holding the other thing. It's, it's, it's much more powerful. What did you roll? 16. As you place your hand upon the creature, miss, but uh, <laughs> they're they're you know looking to attack you, and you just kind of—it's one of those things where like it like bumps into you, but it's it's not anything. Yeah. And as you concentrate, and the form breaks and cracks and reforms into the body of a young man, probably no older than like 17 uh, human uh, same way that you saw with the half-elf just veins of scars and, and, and deep you know, some, some pockmarks here and there of these uh, damaging spells for the moment. He's catatonic, but he's there. Okay. Hmm. That's, yeah, that's my, that's my turn. We're not really in combat, um, so... Uh, these things move slow enough that if you're trying to get him out of there, you could do so. Yeah, I'm gonna drag him back. And you as I do, him. that's what I'm saying. Like, you yeah. Can, yeah, you can easily pick him up. He, you know, he's light for you anyway. But like, he seems like semi emaciated at this moment. Yeah, I'm going to move him out and set him down. I'm going to cast detect poison and disease. How far are you seeing? Like you say to like, take him out. Like you mean like, like thirty feet? Like thirty feet? Okay. So you're Just far enough away that this thing's not going to get to him. I would say that you probably have to go outside of the city. Just like you didn't travel that far, but to be safe, you would probably just want to leave the whole place. Oh, like I'm not done, done. Okay. Um. All right, then you're you're able to go a distance, but you do see the other one slowly crawling towards. Um, so yeah. you detect poison and mag- uh, poison and disease. Yes. Looking at him, it's. It, it, 
again, it's it's a, it's a similar dark maroon of dormancy, and you see the other also has that. Where they used to have this vibrant red sort of essence, they are all now dormant. Okay. Um, I'm going to, after setting him down, I'm going to run to the other to the other lump and cast remove curse. Go ahead and give me a bite. Sit Lolly, you're kind of over the body, just kind of perusing the other the other directions, making sure he's okay. Uh twenty one. You said you were defending, so I just wanted to make sure that like I knew that that would be what you wanted to do. Say it again. Twenty one. Twenty one. In a similar fashion, you're able to penetrate the magic surrounding the curse through the lodestone and push through and wrench this person back into a form. Did it feel any different than the last one? How do you mean? Did it feel any different? Did it feel more successful? Did it feel like I accomplished something there that I didn't accomplish with the first? No. It was the same. Okay. It was a, a very similar feature. Um, it was um, the breaking and the cracking and the the reforming, all the scarring. Okay. She's it's a it's a halfling woman, but she's in the same state as he, as the as the kid. I'm going to use five lay on hands to remove the remnants of the disease, if, um, if possible. It, there's not really a remnant. That, that's that's okay. what I mean by dormant, right? Like I said, it's like there's not there's not anything that like. Then I'd like to put five in anyways, just to yeah. You put lay yeah. on hands on 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 both of them, and um, their condition doesn't seem to uh, even a, a a general medicine check. You know, like even just like trying to check their states, like it, it doesn't seem to have improved. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, just for safety. Okay. I'm going to put them both over my shoulders and start walking out. Sure. Liam. Uh, once uh, after I did the thing, gave the thing to Sally, um, I was spending the morning writing out, like writing down everything I had gathered about the, like, ruins and such on the, like, cursed portion of the lodestone. Mm-hmm. Trying to, like, gather that information just to gather my thoughts on it, see sure. what else I could figure out, but also to have something to, when I'm re- when when we're reporting what, what all happened. Yeah. Um, uh, I do also just want to check in with, with Set Lolly and, and see if I can get, ask, like, what they're doing, how it's going, that sort of thing. Yeah, it would be it would be super simple to do so. Um, you would get a call at Lolly, and uh, to, would you say anything more than just the general situation? Okay, she sort of relays to you the the um, what what has kind of gone on uh, in the relation to like Philip uh, has seemingly um, broken the curse on two people. And they're you, you, they're both on their way back. I want to, based on what I've like tried to figure out about the curse, 
Um, uh, I have an idea, but I'm gonna wait for Philip to get back. Sure. Um, with two people on your shoulders, you are certainly not moving at a quick pace. That's... It's going to take you about 25 minutes to, to, to make that mile. But I'm also going to have to have like an endurance check from you. Uh, so I'd say that's... Um, uh, con or strength? It's con. It's a constitution. Um, saving throw. Rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not about like you don't you don't get them there, right? Like it's just more like I would say you probably take a level of exhaustion because of it. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of exertion, so yeah. Unfortunately, you take a level of exhaustion, and you're gonna lesser restoration yourself. Are you thinking about it? Uh, lesser restoration does not let me do that. Oh, okay. It's got to be greater restoration. Greater. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. That's fine. Make sure you just notate that you yeah. have one level. Um, hi, baby. Um, so, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, Philip, are you okay? Yeah, I'm great. You did everything you could. And you did remove the curse. And that is a start. Maybe. It's not yes. It's not set yet. It's going to take time to see if it sticks. Exactly. But you still did your best. And that's all that anyone could ask for. You didn't walk away. We you just did need... what felt right to you. We just need to know if it works. And if it doesn't, do not, and I mean do not even think about blaming yourself. Because this this is not you. You did not do anything. In fact, you helped more than anything. Are you done yet? Yeah. I'm done. 20 minutes. Maybe closer to like 23, 24. Philip and Setlali sort of crest the hill. Again, it's a mesa, right? So this, the city lives within this, this like sort of like canyon area. And they kind of, they crest just over the slope that leads into Core Hall. Philip carrying two bodies. Anset Lolly in tow. Bodies are scarred, catatonic. Same thing. Philip gently lays them down. With your help, you guys set them down next to the barrier. At this, Rose and Talia would would have arrived by this point. They sort of see the bodies on the ground, but they're kind of waiting for you guys to delegate or just like 
address them. So go for it. Um, Between you guys. Okay. Liam, um, tell them I believe. I believe the curse has been removed. The infection is done no matter what. They can't infect anybody anymore, but. I'm gonna need to observe them for a while. I actually would love to observe them with you. Uh, I have. Sellolly told me what you're doing and it kind of gave me an idea. Um, so mm. I, I wanna I wanna watch the, the effects of what's going on here and see see what's happening. Were you thinking about the machine? Kind of. Uh, I don't think that anything can be done about the the active stone. But you you remove curses. It's um it's abjuration magic. It's uh, tough, but it's not tougher than than um, eye bite. Like eye bite's higher level magic than than breaking the curse, at least the way that, that you have. Uh, and if you can, if the curse can be held off or put at bay temporarily um, maybe it'd be possible to make something to hold it off indefinitely I don't know if I'd be able to do it for more than a single person per lodestone but if we got if we got people if, if, if we could make it work if we could figure out if this functions and we got people uh, we reach out to Nerith and, and Barlow and not Barlow. Well, he could probably help. Um, and Thaddeus. Uh, we might be able to outfit them with like something like personal devices that could stave off this curse. At least while they wore it. It's possible. I'd need to. I need to do more research. But if duration of breaking of the curse is the issue, that might be a way to get around it. For now, I'm. My primary concern is that it won't last, or that. They won't be able to recover from this state. Yeah. But it's... It's worth looking into, or trying at least. So we should watch them based on what this did, and if... If them... Getting an idea of how this affected them could help shape the abjuration magic in a device. Because you have more playroom with that sort of thing. You know? Um, if I need more than one effect or slightly altered effects, that's something I could do with the with the shaping of the magic. But it it might be possible. Sure. They may not want to let them out right now, and I and I understand that. Um. Yeah, before they changed, I, before they changed back in a matter of minutes, it seems. So, it probably won't be too long before we have an answer. I'll go out, do the explanation thing. Um, once that happens, I'll come back. If you're still observing, I'll come in and observe with you. If you're not, then we'll come get you out. Sure. 
So, moving towards Rose and uh, Talaya. And you kind of wait for your uh, initial thoughts. Um, Talaya sort of, like, writes down you all seem healthy. And indicates it's a, it's a good thing. Um, inquires about the two bodies and also um, I guess would also say something to the effect of like we can let you out. Yeah. Um, uh, just let him know we aren't planning to bring the bodies out currently, but love to come out and let him know everything that occurred. She goes ahead and um, and, and uh, drops the barrier, like drops the opens in the barrier. A rush of like clean air, a cool spring morning, and the sound of people like from the tents, right? From the medical tents and from just in general the the area around you. Start to feel your senses. Who's stepping out? Okay. 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 Nameless, are you staying within the barrier? Yeah? Okay. Panther staying too. So the three of you exit. Um, Talia says, well, it's good to see that you are all okay. And she kind of looks, she looks to Nameless and Philip and says, I will close the barrier for now. Just indicate when you are ready. Looks to the three of you. So, uh, um, yeah, uh, they want to monitor those two for a bit. Um, I guess I'll uh, I'll get to why at the end of the thing because I'll give it to you in order. Yeah. Um, as is probably evident by. The, or what this seems to be the case we don't have proof of this beyond them being the ones to try and bring the barrier down seems like this was uh, uh, an attack by the bronze wolf we didn't find anything specifically inside to to clarify that um, it was being spread through the new water filtration water filtration system that was installed it was magic being powered by a a fairly powerful lodestone uh, that was segmented into two parts. It had two main effects. The first was basically uh, letting the dise- disease spread. Uh, it's what would change it from uh, in the water to in the air as well, and as well as it was... Um, basically kept the disease active Uh, the other part of the lodestone 
Uh, and I'm going to be pointing out my, like, on, on my schematic that I was drawing up, like, things like what this means, that sort of thing. Uh, here, it, it also has a curse involved, um, preventing people from, who, preventing people who have contracted the disease from being cured. With the resources at my disposal, um, and potentially with any resources, I was only able to deactivate one of these two things. Uh, the disease is now dormant. It's not being spread through the air or water, and the creatures themselves uh, also seem to be dormant uh, in terms of spreading the disease. But they are all, well, all but two currently, still um, infected. Um, I don't know if you what what attempts and what methods you have used or you've heard about them using and trying to fight this thing, so you may be familiar with this catatonic state. Uh, we tried to cure one when we were inside, and they were in this state for a bit, but not that long uh, before reverting. Um, uh, we've tried something a little more powerful on these two, and we're seeing if it holds, how it holds, how long it holds. So Philip is inside, uh, keeping an eye out on them. Uh, which is something that's a lot less dangerous to do now that they can't infect others. But um, we're unsure on that still, and we're working on potential solutions. But um, for you and your your team and your people, I can uh, draw up the curse schematics for you to look at in case you think of anything potentially. Um, yeah, that's about it. I think. Did I miss anything? Well, it seems as though there is only a few things for us to do then. Um, uh, well, in our records, there's no... There, there were few attempts made to help the citizens of Korhal. None successful, none uh, worth doing uh, for safety's sake at the time. Um, so we certainly have a. If the disease is dormant, as you say, and as we have confirmed with you know with, with our certain levels of detection, then it, it, it's a start. And I mean that in the most gracious way. It is a, it is a true start. It's something that... Uh, and if the two that you are talking about sitting here are truly affected, then, then we have the makings of, of a way to potentially be done with it. Is I would say that it would be who of us to wait. Get to confirmation. Um 
she she doesn't really bring up much more than that at this moment. Seems like she just kind of wants to see what the final result's going to be before she makes any moves. Inside the barrier, um, the two on the ground are are um, are sleep. You know, they are breathing, but they don't have any sort of hello. They don't have any sort of um, even again like the the bare rudimentary sort of like medical knowledge either of you would have which is more on nameless than on philip which is just that it's they're, they're not really that responsive um hence that you know catatonia it's it's it really is just a a, a breathing body there doesn't seem to be any sort of person I realized I forgot to pick my fifth level spell it's, it's all good <laughs> um, after half an hour you you've like like once you reach the hour mark of like watching them and, and sort of having carried them in town and all that. There is a break and a crack, and you start to see on the 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 young the young man, um, his leg is losing its form, and it's breaking back into the mound. But the other one is fine so far? So far. Um, hmm. I'm going to... going to Okay. I'm trying to find some way to I'm giving you a yeah. second. I, I I don't I, I don't I I'll, I'll basically say you have about five seconds right now. His other leg is starting to go. With his the... whole form is is pushing back into what it used to be. I want to grab the. I want to grab the two crystals. I've, I've the, the, the ones you have. I've left. got charged. Yeah, yeah. And I want to try and use them in conjunction to get enough energy to do another remove curse. 
So the crystals only let you yeah. charge a second level. In, spell. In, individually, they're second level slots. Um, Is there a way to? Not, yeah, there's not. Yeah. yeah, I'll just I'll let you know now that like th there's not a way to like absorb both to to like supercharge it into do a new thing. Nameless. I'll, I'll let you go in a oh. sec. She just seems like she wants to see. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to go over and look at Philip. Um, I'm really sorry for this. And then I'm gonna cut off his finger. Whose finger? Not Phillips, I'm so sorry. The dude who, the 17 year old Great. boy. Okay, that was, that was gonna be a trip. <laughs> okay, you cut off the boy's finger. Does it also change? Now that it's not attached to him? Uh, you'll have to see. That's what I. That's um, my. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know in a second. <laughs> I'm going. I have a logic behind it. You do. It's great. It was just really <laughs> so out of the blue that I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I'm going to. It's it's like it, he's he's morphing. So like, the rest of his body is still changing. I'm going you to, have one. Yeah, you have I'm, go, I'm going to call on my channel divinity, and I'm going to try to use all the energy that I would use to to to, to use just like my my divine spells and just try to use it to reject the curse. Um. I want to try and take. I want to try and take the energy that I would put into making the shield um, mm -hmm. expand yeah. into into instead being a barrier. Trying to basically replicate somewhat the way that the uh, yeah. The I, 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 yeah. What I'll say is give me a spell check and all you get is your charisma bonus. That's a 10. You've used your channel divinity. Yeah. Um, the nature of which what you're trying to do is, is very... It's not normal. It's 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 not a it's not a typical yeah. pathway. It's a lot of new attempts at, at, at doing the same thing, and, and it really, it's just not a, it's not how this works, kind of a thing. Yeah, you can feel like uh, you can feel because of the shield and like because of that connection, like there was potential, but there's just something about the connection is just not strong enough to be able to actually pull off what you're trying to pull off. Okay, I'm gonna... Um, but he has fully reverted back to the flesh mound at this point, and the finger in your hand is a finger. I'm going to grab the other body and move it like 60 feet. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna grab it and just like sure. move it as far as possible. I'll, I'll allow it that you guys were able to kind of like get out of there before any um, anything happened with the other man. 
Yeah. Um. I if. I thought this out sounding funny, but I I have a finger of the guy. It didn't change. It didn't. It didn't change. I know it's not like a super doable thing. I don't even know if I have enough money to do it. But I I just I learned how to reincarnate. I could try killing them and bringing them back. They're in a lot of pain. We can um. We can just we can lure them away. It's in their body. I don't understand what you mean, lure what away. This one hasn't changed yet. It's going to eventually. It's not like the further we move. Oh. What if we take him out of the barrier? I don't. I'm not sure if that's it or if I just didn't do it right the first time. But this one hasn't changed yet. It's not much longer after that that this body starts to revert. Okay. In the same way. I... As it starts changing, I run as far as I can and drop it as far from the barrier as I can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. You don't. Yeah. You don't get too far, and uh, you run back and put it down. Yeah. Um, what are you dropping? He, he. He. The body was shaping back into a mound, <laughs> and so he was taking that away from the barrier and just. Yeah. Oh, I thought he dropped the thingy. I was like, oh, I'm screwed. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, are, is everybody still outside the barrier, or have they yeah. left? Everybody's still outside the barrier. Again, they were waiting as well. They wanted to see what, what you were trying to do. Yeah, so I'm going to drop them as far away as possible. And you did or do. Um, I, I won't make you roll for the screeching. Or, but, you know, I'm not... I'm, it, it's stuff that, like, it's not... With the disease dormant, they're they're really only a threat of like hurting you, and I I don't need to play that. Yeah. She had something in her mind. You? So, Nameless's idea was. Well, you haven't heard she... it yet, but 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 um, sorry. It, she said reincarnate, right? So, like, think think on that, and and as she brings it up, you can you can make your point. Go ahead, Nameless. Um, I saw what the person, the dude with the finger, looked like. Can yes. I? Can I locate creature and try to locate him and see if it's still him? It does. You, use it, you use it as a locate, and it's it's him. Seems like these things have a presence. 
that is still themselves. Um, the curse just changes the physical form. And not through, like, a polymorph, right? Okay. Let's, Can um, I keep the finger? Yeah, keep the finger. Let's let's get out of here. Keep the finger. Leave the cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say it. Like, I was like, of all the things I could have cut off, but... Yeah. A lot of hands. Cut off his finger. <laughs> I cut off his head. Did this help? <laughs> um, Let us back, in! Coming back to the barrier, um... She, uh, Talia, you know, has seen what's been going on, so she drops it and lets you out. We're gonna need something stronger to break the curse. Also, do you have a thousand gold? <laughs> Are you asking Talia? Yes. Okay. She sort of, like, looks at... No. <laughs> or something of equal value because I want to bring him back to life but we have to kill him first it's very sweet but we do not have that do you have a lot of things that equal a thousand <laughs> none that we could do without do you have anybody who specializes in curses in your order we do um, they probably will know better than I do. Knowing the nature of it is, is very helpful. And knowing what you've done there will save us time and, and will the headaches later of what to do. And uh, she sort of like reaches for the finger. She's like, and with this, that's, that's also a thing that we... Um, Knowing a separation to, to the forms is is viable is is also a it's all knowledge and it's all helpful. I understand that you want to make sure that you don't leave more problems. It's evidenced by your effort. Imagine if you had not arrived. We appreciate this. It helps us and it will help the people of Core Hall. No matter what the end result is. Their catatonic state is something that worries me. I want to just like like basically outline the idea I had like for sure. like personal devices. Um, I'm not. I haven't been able to do enough research research to see if, if it's possible, and I and I might not be the expert needed for it. I well, the even what you have outlined, uh, what I would know in terms of these things. Uh, it, it is certainly a possibility if, if there is a constant effect, a permanent 
sort of removal, it, it, it might work. I don't know if I'd be able to make it for help, but I might be able to convince someone to come here and work on it. I don't know, it'll depend on how convincing I am. But, um, because uh, if your order has people who specialize in curses, um, I might be able to get someone to come by who specializes in, in, in artificing. Uh, and potentially together you could think of or work out something. If not, the solution I presented them to something that would help. Yeah, if there are willing parties, please indicate to them they they are welcome here. You you've done something good, but and she kind of directs her attention towards you, folks. You don't have to be happy about the result. In the saloon, we understand the difference. It's something that we constantly face. Our good works are helpful, but they're not always resting well. I don't have a lot of advice to give you that I think you will appreciate, but simply take the knowledge of any of this, if you can. You have saved a lot of people some hurt. And do not worry. We're not leaving. This is not over for us. We simply just have a new tactic. You aren't leaving anything behind. And if you want to get catty about it, uh, we were here first. Is that a pawn? Yes, it was. <laughs> Tipex. I don't. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> um, she says, but we will still be here. Please, if you need any supplies or anything, um, you're welcome to them. Uh, <laughs> We wish we could be more help as you have been. And we will inform the townspeople of what is the progress we've been making. Thank you. Thank you. To step in and do what you did, it takes a heroic morality. But it also takes compassion 
Saloon, the Book of Saloon, we have a passage semi-poetic uh, waves crash against soft stone a stone rubbed clean by those waves time time is what's going to heal these things it's also what's going to give us our solution. Was there an attack while we were gone? No. The first in weeks. I am not positive how long they will last. Maybe with the knowledge of their device altered. The attacks will either stop or increase, is what I would have to assume. All right. We'll be fine. We know how to deter them. Okay. I'm gonna start heading towards the tents. Yeah, yeah, you guys still have your like main tent that you guys had. Um, Flanagan is also sort of like been sitting there watching all of the stuff. Uh, Ark is also back in the tent. I see you have returned. Yeah. Thank you for keeping watch. It was my pleasure. You still owe me. I know. Is there anything else anybody needs to do uh, in these in these medical tents? Anything in the in the medical outlets? I would like to go back to where we talked to the the man who was evacuated from Court Hall, who told us about the fountain. Yeah. The like. Yeah. I can't remember his name. But I'd like to go talk to him. You find him pretty easily. <clears throat> Hi. Um, oh, you're back. Yes. I was I was wondering if you knew anything about who Korhal's trade partners were what what cities they often um, shipped back and forth with well we had our main Sistead is the capital we did a lot of work for them um there were a few outposts in Timus as well as in Matandere. Um, uh, but you would also have found us uh, eastward, uh, towards the border of Lenestad. Um, from the, the bare bones of what I know, I, I think it's something like it probably would have been uh, what is it, Ryanstead? Ryan Ryanstead? Yes, I've heard of that. Hmm. So all pretty local to Grania then, yeah? 
All within Grania, yes. Um, uh, our main exports or, or, or traversals are through that, through those channels. At least in Korhal. Korhal is more of a research station for Grania. It doesn't deal too much with other states. But that was why it was such a big deal that we were talking to both Asia. And, uh, well, we also, you know, outsource to a local farm. Uh, I guess local meaning more about 100 miles away. Excellent. Bayame Hill is the, is the town. How close did you say that was? About 100 miles. About 100 miles? Yeah. It, it truly uh, more symbiotic. <laughs> they provided us with a lot of the resources we could no longer find in the area and we helped them uh, develop tools and, and machinery that would uh, be clean and help them uh, cultivate the land better excellent thank you this was very helpful uh, welcome to yes it, yeah. that's all great your camp is packed. Uh, everything is basically ready to go for you guys. Um, just need to know where you guys want to head, or if you guys have anything else to do while you're here. I guess I'll ask Rose how Pokey's doing as well. <laughs> oh yeah, she's like she like takes him out, you know, hands it back to. You. He was good. He ate all his grubs and he. He, he just seemed to want to explore a little bit. Thank you. That makes a lot of sense. He's really <clears throat> fast. What's that? He said he's really fast. <sighs> Alright. Is he a triplet? <laughs> it's like this weird love triangle between like a squirrel and a mongoose going on. Yeah, it was really odd. Yeah. I, I didn't like it, but... Um... So, <laughs> I think they threw like a like a cybernetic rabbit at there at one point. One time, yeah, one there time. There was once. Yeah, got weird. All right. So nothing um, else for anybody. Yeah. I mean, so at this point, we seem to need to go talk to Bardo. I want to try and reach out to Thaddeus, and the easiest way to get a hold of him is going to be from home. Uh, so, I guess, putting this instead, anyone else have any places they need to go, or any thoughts? It's a long ways, we might want to see if we can hit up some places on the way there just to get supplies and rest, but... You're looking at a 450 mile, roughly trip uh, that's going to take you about 18 days on foot on horseback that'll take you about 9 days we could stop at that farm um, 100 miles away is it on the way to Sestet or is it it's on the way, way. It's yeah the way. so so the the some of the cities that he said were actually on the way to Sestet so um, the only one that's not is Ryanstead Ryanstead is on the east again uh, towards the border of Lenestad and Kron. Uh the Bayame Hill is about 100 miles away uh, northward and then 
slightly northwest of that is uh, like like you would basically still like if you snaked a path up towards the stead, you would hit Bayami Hill, then you would hit Matandore, and then you would hit Timus. Okay. I mean, if we are heading in that direction, I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea, definitely, to check out the, uh, the farm. Cause uh, he, did you, you told us about your conversation with the refugee. Yeah, like I, okay. I assume like the, the knowledge, all the, all that knowledge about the map is now common knowledge between all of us. Great. Um, what they mentioned, farming machinery, and isn't that what the bronze wolves are mad at? The changing of the land. It's possible. It, They're mad about a lot of things. True. They seem they seem generally blanket angry, but uh I mean why not check it out if we're heading that direction anyway? Any objection? Or Okay. So how are you guys wanting to travel northward? Well we've got Pangolin, we've got Flanagan. We've got Click Whistle flying. We've got the saddlebags. We've got the ability to summon horses if we want to summon horses. There's a lot of ways we can travel fast. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of motor options. For the sake of um, spell slots, we could um, try and rent horses at that farm once we make it. Or purchase. I don't know if we can rent them if we're not coming back. But it's a thought. Yeah, I don't know if it's renting if we never bring the horse back. Yeah. We just take it far enough and then it stops and we just slap it and send it back. Just do a nameless could, did after We could the... buy from the farm and then once we get to Sestead, look for a buyer. Just do a nameless did with, uh, with the jail cell horse. <laughs> Be free. <laughs> Go. Okay, he just turns around and walks back to Sestead. Yeah. Why? <laughs> It was a good the thought, range. but then it was... Like, no. So, I just need a choice, though. I just need a decision from you guys. Uh, well, you got, you can fit two people on Flanagan and two people on Pangolin, right? Yeah. Then we can put Ark okay. in the saddlebags if we want to travel that way. I guess Arcs Panther would be running bags. in that case. Although Panther would have to run no matter what. He can't really ride a horse. Can he actually sit on Pangolin and, like, wrap no. his paws around Liam? <laughs> oh, man. Sit Lolly. I'll sit on Pangolin if he becomes a motorcycle. I will travel that way. Okay. So Liam and sit Lolly on Pangolin. You could... Basically, yeah, if you put Ark in the bag and then Liam, sit Lolly on Pangolin, Nameless and um, Philip on Flanagan, Panther and Click Whistle also move that... Like, they move at the pace... That they would still be able to go eight hours without, you know, stopping. You know, so if that seems viable for people, sounds like a plan to me. I would like to wild shape. Sure. What are you wild shaping into? What is the land around here like? Um, again, it, if it was, if it had more greenery in it, you could see it being more like, 
it, it, it's close to the river, right? So like it's it's not it's not far from uh, from that kind of land. So it, it's more like rolling hills, but it's it's this this is more like canyon area. It's not like desert. It's just that it's slightly more barren. The the hills are are full of like yellowed grass and, and like crab grass and things like that, rather than like green hills or, or you know, sort of and alive with the sound of music, that, so. and only I will hear that. Um, I'm just gonna be a panther. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you're breaking north towards Sestead with the intention to stop at Bayame Hill along the way. Yeah. Correct? Sounds about right. Okay. You you start your journey north. Ark in the bag. Everybody everybody where they want to be. Uh, Would Ark rather ride on Flanagan or does he want to be in the bag? No, he, he likes the bag. Okay. He's like, yeah, it's comfy. Um, he gets to think. And at that, we are going to take our break. So, oh yeah, so again, be active in chat. Oh, we yeah. have our giveaway for the Gar ship. Yeah, get some cute little otter folk. Otter folk. To put in your game. And we will be back relatively soon. Hey, you're listening to the Natural Ones podcast. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to subscribe and rate on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, let's find out what happens next. Welcome back, everybody, and we're happy to see you. Yeah, super special congratulations to... Insert name here. (laughs) For uh, for winning that very, very uh, exciting giveaway. Um, Hope you have a lot of fun with your your new otter friends. And yeah. Good job, buddy. Good job. So it's going to take you two days to get to the first and dirty. town. Try to catch me rad and uh, dirty. Over those two days, it's a pretty... Yeah, you guys are going great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as <laughs> the two days that go uh, by, they are uneventful in the um, spectrum of, of sort of like activities that 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 you um face or or like uh, creatures you face as you start moving northward you do start to see um the landscape start to get healthier uh especially by the end of this uh by the end of the first day um it gets it gets a lot it it gets a lot more healthy it gets it, it gets to be something where you're seeing uh, uh, critters come back out like there are some um, prairie dogs and things like that here and there kind of like poking around but uh, as you're passing through um, there are uh, more birds, there are some more rodents um, in general some rabbits and uh, the like uh, towards it, I'd say you guys would you, you can take away your level of exhaustion as well uh, at this point you guys would also have long rested um uh, at the start of the second day. It requires food and drink. <laughs> Do we have food and drink? Yes. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> it requires food and drink. It's Do what we it have what, food and drink. It's what D and D Beyond told me. So they uh, uh, over these. You'll basically reach Bayama Hill at around the six seven hour mark of the second day of travel. Um, so for that, like fifteen hours of travel. Or I guess, sorry, the, the day and a half, like, like, through this stuff, have you guys did, wanted to do anything, say anything? Is there anything really pressing that you guys needed to discuss? I get a prairie dog. No. You're moving too fast, and you're a panther. I carry a prairie dog like they do eggs in their, dog's eggs in their mouth. There. No, oh, the dogs, dogs carry, carry eggs, eggs in their, in their mouth. mouth. I struggled. Tyler's right. When I try to bring someone down, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too nice. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I just making sure that there was nothing like super important to discuss. It's just general conversations then at that point. It's nothing... Um, Bayame Hill is... Uh, as you sort of like crest over one of the um, one of the areas, you see, it seems to be probably about you would judge seemingly about twenty acres of land, um, sort of reserved for this little farming community. Um, it, it, you can see them from this far away. It's pretty open, right? Like this is farmland, so a lot of the space is just reserved for the. the Sorry, for the produce. Um, you do see a couple of, like, threshers and a couple of, um, I don't want to say tractor, but more like amounts to a tractor. Like, it, it's, it's a, it's a self-pulled, like a self-moving, um, yeah, it's a tractor, basically. Um, wow. Yeah, it's a plow, yeah, it's, it's like, it's not horse-drawn, but it is still... It's not like a... It's not carrying anything else. So, these things kind of move through the move through the spaces. It seems like the there's a sort of like a gathering towards the center of town. Again, it's not that big of a town. Most of the, te- most of the size of it is, is in the actual, like, plantations of, of, uh, of the stuff that they're growing. You can see that they're growing a lot of food. Um, and they also grow a lot of like material. So you're seeing cotton. You're seeing um, a lot of like uh, spring produce. Uh, so things like uh, <coughs> a lot of fruits are, are in season at this moment. So berries, uh, cherries, that kind of thing. There's tomatoes. Uh, there, it's like it's it's not a small garden. These are like long rows. Of, you know, these acres of these things. So it seems. Much more like a um, an operation, and towards the center of town, you see like there's a gathering. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of the houses seem to be right there as well. It seems like everybody kind of lives in the center of town, and they all go to work on the <coughs> land. Uh, so there's this kind of like big camp. There's like this big bonfire going off at the moment. Uh, it doesn't seem like anybody's in the fields. It's too late in the day. Um, it's you know close to like four o'clock now, so 
no, nobody be working by this point. Or they're kind of all just like ending the day. Um, let's see. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, what's up? Does this gathering look like they're doing anything in particular? Are they singing? Are they dancing? Are they quietly talking? From our vantage point? From your vantage point, it just seems like um, uh, a gathering. <clears throat> no music, necessarily. There's The distance you're at, like, <clears throat> you're not really hearing a bunch of noise. Um, you don't even see that many people. It seems roughly around 30, 40 people. Um... Oh, sorry, and, and I'm sorry. Like, like the bonfire itself, it's it, it's it, it's almost as like it's a communal dinner. Like, it, it like, yeah, you're seeing some people um, operate so, like on tables and things around this bonfire. A uh, bunch of di- different sort of like foods. Um, you're seeing like rices being made, uh, <coughs> a stew of of some sort, uh, and also just a couple other like bigger things that they're. they're, they're they're slicing potatoes. They're doing a bunch of different things. Uh, and I'm, I'm saying, like, you guys are also kind of like moving through the town, if you would like. Like, it's it's not it's not that it's basically part. It's like just off of the main road that would take you to Sistead, um, but it's it's not it's not far off. So you guys would be able to like ride through, and then the other end of the town basically goes back towards the main road. Names. How much time has passed? I missed that part. Uh, it's later. It, you, you're. This is the second day of travel you guys have had, and it's towards the end of the second day of travel. So I would be not a panther. No, you'd still be a panther. Lit. But I'm on my second wild shape. Yes, you're on your second wild shape. We've long rested. Second wild shape. Gotcha. Yes. On the same pahina. I don't know what that is. But... Me either. Page in Spanish. Oh, okay. I'm fluent. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, as we pass through, does it seem like there's any sort of post office situation? Does this place mm. seem large enough to actually have a dedicated space for it? I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't see any of the buildings here. Just look like homes. They don't look like businesses. Uh, as you guys are kind of like coming towards the center. Uh, all of the conversations kind of stop and look towards you. It's a fair amount of... There's like, of the 30, 35 people, like three of them are are, uh, humans. You see an elf, and you see a dwarf, and then the rest of them are half of them. Nice. And as you kind of look around and and they're all sort of silently watching you. You see them kind of like get a little guarded and you start to hear like some like distant thudding and coming around the bend like carrying a log that is, you know, it's just like this like big, huge like two foot in diameter like log and chucking it onto the bonfire where they're sort of like slow roasting some meat a minotaur 
just sort of like in it just turns back towards you all and looks at you and you see him like grab one of the like uh like a fire poker and just kind of as he's watching you just kind of like stoke the fire and then he starts making his way to like to step up to you i'm gonna just kind of wave at them and Mm -hmm. say hi we um we're traveling uh we, we, were, we were just with the Knights of Saloon a couple days ago. Uh, or the Knights? Droplets. That, the, yeah, the, we were just with the Droplets of Saloon. Um, we're heading back to Sestad, and they pointed this out as a place to maybe stop by on the way back. Just kind of keeps looking at you. We just wanted to... Um, See if you all were having any issues, given everything happening at Core Hall. No issues. Alright. Good. You like you see him start to like eye weapons and just kind of what you guys have on your person. You looking to stay the night? Um, if you wouldn't mind. We don't have no inn. That's fine. We can camp as well. He kind of, like, takes a few steps. He's, like, this, like, seven and a half foot tall, you know, rippling muscle, just kind of, just, like, just... Like he looks, he he looks super intimidating. Like it's not, it's not a, it's this sort of like charcoal gray um, fur lining the parts that are actually fur. And uh, he he steps over to one of the halflings, and you kind of see him like look down and say, "Hmm, don't seem like no disastrous food." So the halfling looks him. He steps up and says, Wow! <clears throat> my name is, uh, my name's Bartram. I guess you could say I'm the mayor of town. And, uh, well, uh, you're, you're welcome to make camp here. Uh, we're just in the middle of starting dinner. And to answer your question, no, we, we're far enough away from Core Hall that uh, they didn't see uh, a reason that we would be affected. But also, we're sort of a smaller community as it is. Uh, they're certainly one of our closest trades, uh, but nothing more than that. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. we just given the They've been having issues with uh, some attacks outside of the initial uh, the initial outbreaks. We just wanted to make sure that you weren't none of them like none of them were coming up here and giving you any trouble. But it seems like you're doing all right. Minotaur sort of steps forward. He's like, "We're getting attacked." Yeah, they've been getting fairly regular attacks since the disease happened, but uh, mm. they may be stopping now. 
At least they had their first day without an attack in a while yesterday, or the day before. Nobody's just going to stop attacking. I'm going to wait for a weakness. They've been hitting it as hard as they have. That's what I would do. And the halflings would have barked Well, we don't live that life anymore, though, Montauk, do we? It's like, no. going back and stokes the fire. This is really a remarkably pleasant settlement you've got. It is. Uh, please, join us. And he's sort of like, um, here, we'll help you set up. Uh, oh, sure. You'll be... We've got a little plot right here that you could set down at. And so... Uh, Pull everything out the... of my elf. <laughs> they're, all, they're all kind of like... Like at the at the side of it, but like n nothing more than that. Uh, a few a few of the uh, townspeople kind of help you guys set up camp and, and uh, help you guys designate everything. They help. Um, they've got a, like a water trough for for Flanagan, and um, they sort of set it up in a way that like he can be next to the the camp if you'd rather. Or, or um, yeah, he's sort of he's looking around and enjoying himself. Panther as well as sort of odd looks towards him and you as these two panthers kind of like move through the camp with no... That's right, she's still a panther. With no issues or like no like control. So they're they're all kind of like... There's a few of the kids that like you can barely tell are kids and uh, they kind of like wide-eyed look at the two of you. <laughs> Are you a long-haired panther? <laughs> For that I forgot moment. I didn't have hair. I'm so used to being a human. Right. Uh, she turns into an animal, but she still has her regular hair on top of the animal's head. I hate it. it sounds so weird. It's very, it's very, he's going to say very full metal alchemist. Yeah. Very full metal um, alchemist. Yeah, seems like they're just, a lot of them are just sort of like settling down for dinner. Um, and... What I'll say is the night is going to... The night is basically going to go on in this fashion. Um, they seem to just kind of be collecting for the evening. Um, a lot of the conversations are just sort of uh, semi-insular. Like, they're not they're not about anything. They're just kind of talking, um, enjoying the food. It's good food. It's it, it, it's party. Uh, it's a nice stew. Um, so it's like the, the, the potatoes and um, other veggies have been, like, cooked into a sort of... A, steam pot and so not not you know not bad just nothing more than that um is anybody wanting to discuss anything um yeah I just want to get to know the like who's there just like introduce myself and like just like conversation about they're open enough. Once yeah. you guys, once you guys are set down, and, and Bartram has kind of agreed to, to do this, then you know everybody opens up a little bit more. Maybe not all the way, but certainly enough to be pleasant. Uh, what's the dwarf's name? 
Um, oh, uh, the the dwarf's name is uh, no family name or clan name. Okay. Yeah. He's, We're related. He's, he's clanless. He's. He, he, he would he would basic he would he would roughly tell you that like yeah he left he 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 never actually had an established clan anyway okay um and when he left Ulankar he he journeyed around for a while and then he landed here and just kind of enjoyed the company okay he he also like he knew a bit more about like carpentry so he was helping them kind of like you know. He kind of like points out some of the adjustments to the home. You can see where like one part of the house has been built upon, and like the thing that's been built upon is much more um, intricately designed, or like it's, it's much like the wood isn't as warped, or you know, it's not as it's not shoddily made. So like he seems to have like really upped the scale of like what what they can live in. Excellent. Um, and none of the names like ring any bells or seem nope. like cool. No, these are just these are just kind of just farmers. folk farmers. Um, the Minotaur is pretty much the only one who kind of keeps eyeing the five of you. Not mean mugging. He just seems to be the only. He seems to be kind of like continuously positioned. Like if you guys ever move around the camp or like the town square, like he just kind of continues to position himself to be. Philip Clickwhistle, you would kind of understand, like, he seems to be positioning himself if anything, if you guys start anything, he's very close. I'm or going, he's, like, directly in line of sight with you. So, like... I'm going to set the pick and shield down, like, once we're once we're sitting around. Yeah, anybody is welcome to sort yeah. of, like, quote-unquote, ditch weapons. But, like, yeah, he's... Um... Yeah, I'm gonna let the hedgehog run around in the in the dirt for a bit. Okay. Just like keeping an eye on him. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't go too far. Okay. He's yeah. a domesticated hog. Yeah. <laughs> he settled down. Um. I would like to specifically start up a conversation with the Minotaur if he's if he's down. He doesn't, like, again, he's not, like, he's not aggressive. He right. it, Like, you can just tell that there's there's something to his motions that are very decidedly, like, back against the wall, looking at you guys, making sure you're in his sight, kind of like at all times. He's like the protector of the settlement. You're getting a feeling like that. So as you step up to him, he's sort of, he's, he, there's room in front of him, or, you know, there's room to, to sit with him. Okay. And he just has this like giant platter as a plate. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, how long have you been? Uh, how long have you been working the land here? A few years. It seems very peaceful. Yes. It is. I kind of envy it. I did too. That's why I stayed. I'm getting the feeling that there's a lot of, uh, a lot of conflict in your past, huh? Do I look like that? 
Well, to envy, to envy people living peacefully, it's... I don't think I ever did until I started adventuring and finding myself in conflict. It's one of those things you don't really value until you realize what it's like to live without it. Yes. There's a lot of violence. Before I was a commander in the Kranian army, we moved through here chasing something. I don't remember. It wasn't important. It was a task. I did that task. But we had to pass through here to go, and I really liked this town. I kept thinking about it for months. So I came back. I left the old world behind. I'm glad you were able to do that. Why? It's just nice to see somebody find peace. I don't know if I found peace. I found where I want to be. That might be the closest we ever get, honestly. all. I was just a little, just a little curious. And he sort of like takes a, he, 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 he like gets up, gets a bit more food, sits back down. Where, where are you all from? Um, a bit of a, we've all got our own origins, sort of, but we, uh, huh? we, we sort of hang oh, around. Oh, I'm not asking for your life story. Oh. It's just that, mostly. Mm-hmm. You sort of travel around, but... We've been actually uh, working with Sestet's military lately. So it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daphne, mostly. Mm. With uh, the amount of responsibility I see her carrying on her shoulders, I imagine your post must have weighed a lot on you as well. It's, uh, It's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of lives. I liked the work. That's why I like it here. Restructure. 
or crops are going to need you to do it the same way every time. We need you to be there. But they also are in people's lives, so it's not as... And yet, in a way, the food you make here goes out to feed people who need it, so... Maybe. I just like making the food. I just like being... That's respectable, for sure. You and your folks seem fine. We try to be. Sometimes we make mistakes, but it's never... Um, we never mean harm. Hmm. You don't make no difference. Fair. He kind of just continues to eat in silence after that. Yeah. You same. guys might have, like, a few... Ex like, he's not not conversational after that, but he's he doesn't have anything more than that to say. Unless you have, like, a very specific question. No. Okay. Good for now. Anybody else? At some point... I was going to say, at some point, your wild shape's going to drop, and you can't go back into oh, I it thought I was no longer, a, I assumed I wasn't a panther anymore for a very long time. Oh, okay. Can we roleplay that like moment of just churning into a human for everybody? Well, an elf. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till like, all the children are, like, petting me and then I'm gonna go... <laughs> 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 now yeah, they're, now, uh, now they're all gonna be suspicious of panther. <laughs> kind of. That's exactly what happens. It's, <laughs> it's like, as soon as you do that, they're like, ah! Boo. Oh, and they look to Panther, and he kind of is like, you see his ear just start to twitch, <laughs> and they're like, "Do it, do it!" And they start to like poke him, and he's just like, mm. "I'm gonna poke them back and be like, do it, do it." Oh, what? What? And the parents are like, "Let's go." <laughs> they start to like, Man, weird people. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, after Din Din, I'm gonna go and <laughs> walk away from everybody. Mm -hmm. And I have a new skill. I have a new skill. Fireball! <laughs> Imagine. Fireball, the fifth level. I just leave everyone to die. Mm. Um, no. I... I'm going to do my own scrying on Herrick. Okay. How do I do it? You have to always. So, okay. Uh, a target I know very well. It brings a save modifier down by five. Mm hmm. So. I don't know what that means exactly. Like the difficulty but level. But it does or that. Yeah. The, okay. Well, it's down by five. Uh, 
and my attack slash save is 16. So as long as it wasn't 21 or harder. <laughs> you feel the connection break through. Like, like you feel like you are connected to him. You can feel Herrick. You do not see anything. There is sort of a cloud to your vision. But you are hearing him. Right? So th this is what I'm trying to say. Like, you, you feel his presence. You know he's there. You can't see him and you can't see his surroundings. Which is what you should normally be able to do. But you can hear him and only him. And he... <clears throat> he says... Look, I don't know what she's doing there. But you can't... I don't... I don't know anything. I decided to not know anything. The fact that you're this desperate is just... And it kind of cuts out in and out. Like, like, it seems like he's talking to someone. You're getting the real intention that he's, like, talking to people. And so there's these pauses in between some of these things that he's saying. And he says, No, she's smarter than all you. I know what she's going to do. You better watch out. What do you mean? Okay, well then... Then I believe in her. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I have nothing. Been with you for months, years, I don't know. And that's kind of when... How long does, does it last? Ten minutes. Ten minutes? Is it twice as long because of... Yeah, technically so, it's a yeah, spell duration so then 20. 20 minutes. That's uh, why I wanted to make sure. I don't remember what it's, I... It's, it's it. shitty that this is a one-sided conversation, so I'm, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I, I don't want to keep RPing these pauses, so... Um, let me think. Let me just think for, like, half a second. Um... That ring is spell duration, man. Oh, he, and also it was down negative four because I had his ring, so it's even better. <laughs> so it was so, actually down nine. Ooh. Okay. So <laughs> it already worked, so. <laughs> I didn't know that made me see them then. Difficulty level demolished. <laughs> I thought maybe um, like ah you can you get there you now get you are there <laughs> <laughs> you have arrived at his location <laughs> like that scene in Ninja Turtles oh, I was going was, to think like astral projection but yeah. yeah that's what I was that's that's the thing in Ninja Turtles is that's what he does anyway oh I haven't seen it okay oh. well that one was for you Raph that was just for you <laughs> Ducktales. Talk about Splinter. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. So it's my favorite scene in the movie. Um, I was just trying to remember, like, when did Leonardo astrally project? It was like, wait, no, Splinter. Splinter. <laughs> so anyway, um, Herrick he continues to say that um, 
Well, if she said that, then you best know that she's coming. She's coming for me. She's coming for you. And I'd watch out. And that's basically where that ends. You kind of get, like, you kind of, if you continue the, the, the spell for the whole duration, would you would you hold the spell for the whole duration is what I'm trying to ask. Um, no, I think that honestly, prob I'm a little emotional. I probably wouldn't actually be able to do it. I'd say the last thing the last thing you actually hear um, the, yeah he's he's kind of getting roughed up a little bit at the end there yeah that would probably drop it then. yeah You feel panther's fur at your feet kind of like rub up. We have to go find him. I think he's with them. With, with the bronze wolves. We gotta get into Ingmar. Yeah. I don't know if, if everyone can join me, though. It's up to them. We will, though. your way back towards at least camp, right? At least your guys' <clears> tents <throat> and things. If nobody else has anything else. Evening goes for the rest. It's it's pleasant conversation. Uh, eventually those people kind of like go to bed probably about by like nine. Um, a little bit sooner, maybe like eight. Uh, yeah, like early morning and then tomorrow. Uh, and having said that, like, yeah, you guys kind of are used to waking up at about 9, 8 in the morning to get on your travel, and uh, these people are already outside working. Like, they are already in the fields. They've been in the fields seemingly for hours, so. Um. <clears throat> Any yeah. parting activities before you go? Uh, so like they're all out there working like there's yeah. nobody like hanging out. there's a there's I a mean, few like of the kids, kids hanging around and like there's a few um there, there's a dad or there's a mom just kind of like hanging around like watching the kids you know like, it looks like they might have like a school like functioning um but um it, it it's a lot looser yeah there's not the, the, like but the fields are open like you could 
you can easily see Montauk. Like he is, he 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 stands far above a lot of these things. Yeah. Um. He, yeah. He seems very gentle when he's working in the field as well. Like that's just like there's already like a very clear distinction. I think I would just kind of say goodbye. Like head up to Montauk and the um, Bartram, Bartram at least, and thank them. They, they reciprocate. They say if you find yourself back toward uh, back towards us again, feel free to stop by. It's not a, you know, we can't promise a great accommodation, but you know, it's always. You know, we always, we, we, we they, they, they kind of give you uh, the, the impression that they, they do this semi regularly with people who have to like stop off at their town on their way to something. Uh, as you're saying goodbye, Montauk, he says, uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, sorry, I'll, I'll you as well. Um, uh, but Philip, he says to you, he says, hmm. when you get your sister. Give my best to Daphne. I can do that. Yeah. So long. See you. Name. I'm gonna go find the kids that I became a human in front of. Yes. I'm gonna go, psst, hey, hey. Did you know that if you say your name backwards, you can do it? And then I'm gonna just be- say a fake name backwards. And become Panther again. Okay, give me a deception check with advantage. They are kids. They are kids. <laughs> they are kids. Also, you're just saying any random name backwards. Natural freaking twenty. It. Natural twenty. All right. You're gonna go down in legend. You have ruined these kids forever. Because <laughs> I was trying to make it for them. I was trying to make them, you know, believe in Santa. Yeah, you made. Uh, you made them believe in Santa, and you also have now damaged them for life if they never get Santa. You see them basically, like, derailed from their education as well as they sit there trying to, like, become Panthers. <laughs> Years later, they go, like, remember when those adventures came to Santa? Like, yeah, they were really nice, except that one druid was a... Real asshole. Like, for no I reason. Like gonna up, they're gonna be like, I was trying to make them believe. It's very positive. It's a very beautiful and pure moment. But it's just Thank funny you. to think of, like, the repercussions down the line of these, like, kids believing in this thing 10 years later. Fucking knew I couldn't turn into a panther. Yeah. I'm gonna she, go she, back and I'm gonna polymorph them randomly. Just like, she undid like five years of schooling. <laughs> so uh, you start headed north. <laughs> I run off dramatically. Yeah. Um. Again, this trip is you guys are following a main road. You know, if you guys wanted to walk off on the beaten path, like you're you're welcome. Um, over the next part of the trip, which is around 140 miles. Um, in a row, laying down. That's um, wow, that's a lot shorter than I thought. <laughs> Don't get me wrong; he's pretty tall. He's very tall, so it's like it's it's a. Uh, um, so that's uh, five a day. 
sorry, 50 a day is for you guys on horseback. So, so just under three days. Just under three days, you would see Matundore. Uh, on the road as well, there are a few other passers-by. There's a few um, sort of like traveling carts. Uh, it seems to be like traveling apothecary. There is a... Um, more of the wagons or like people that are moving seem to be kind of either moving a bunch of stuff or it's kind of like a supply cart. Uh, on one of the supply carts, they kind of give you guys, they, they, they kind of like try to give you a berth. Try, they don't really discuss anything. They just kind of wave and move on. And uh, uh, a few other walking travelers maybe are heading in your same direction for a while. So general conversations or, you know, whatever you want to tell them or whatever they tell you. It's, it's simple things. So Matandere. Uh, as as you've traveled these three days, the uh, landscape is shifting into uh, a much more lush foresting. Um, you're seeing more spatterings of that. You're seeing a couple lakes. Um, you you see if, uh, two more rivers along the way, like sneaking through. So it's kind of like getting Pangolin and Flanagan through the river. And uh, once you meet Mot, I'm not going to say it. Once you actually meet towards Matandere you start to see more um, it's these interesting structures where the uh, the road is actually lit with like road lamps and those lamps are small sort of um, conifer trees that have a hollowed out section that um, uh, has a light source within it. We found Christmas. And it starts to happen about two miles from where you see a sign that basically directs you towards Matandere. It's Halloween Town. I can't hear you. Oh, I was saying it's Halloween Town. I was more to myself. Okay, sorry. Um, I guess we go into town. Yeah, I'm just—it's that thing where like I, I just want to <clears throat> momentarily pause while I'm giving out information to make sure you guys don't need to react to anything. Like I'll <laughs> pop quiz. Um, so you guys move through, uh, following the road. As you continue into the forest, uh, like you basically have to pass through the forest um, to keep heading north, but it's also part of the actual city. Um, the trees start to become roped bridges between them, and there are little outcroppings of like uh, 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 what am I trying to say? Like platforms, balconies, things. You start to see people coming like out of the trees. You see this city itself has light and it has streetways and all these things, but they're all naturally made. They have um, guided certain branches on these larger trees. These are more, like as you guys get closer, these are more like redwoods, right? These are very big trees. These things have canopies that stretch up, you know, 
120 feet. And uh, these these houses, these buildings, or things are are very <clears throat> intricately carved into the tree. But it doesn't like Liam by by looking at it. It doesn't seem like a blade has done it. It seems more like a natural, like grooving, like oh, like closer to a sanding, right? Like it, it's not something that was carved in. It was something that was naturally warped into the design. Oh. People are moving around, milling about. Uh, this is towards the end of the... This is like halfway through the third day. So you guys are getting there about one o'clock in the afternoon. Many different kinds of people here. Tieflings, elves, halflings, gnomes, uh, dwarves, humans, half-orcs. You basically see all kinds here. There's a few... You even see a few goblins. They, yeah, and and some. Uh, <clears throat> what am I trying to say? Um, no, that's it. That's it for now. I'm, I, I thought I, I thought I had another one. Is there any sort of like weapon shop or blacksmith in town? Yeah, fairly, <clears throat> fairly easy to find. Um, kind of like the main thoroughfare seems to be like the main businesses or like you, you wouldn't have to go too far into the, to the um, maze of trees to like figure it out. It seems also that they like they put these things in tiers. So like this ground floor is a lot of businesses and then as you look up you can see a lot more structural housing further up in the trunks of the trees. So like as you go up... <clears throat> the more residential it appears. So you do find a blacksmith pretty, fairly simple. Um, are you are you looking for a weaponsmith or an actual like proper blacksmith? Or an armorer? Weaponsmith. Weaponsmith, okay. Um, it take, it, there's only one. You? Yeah, what's up? Uh, I want to come with him. Yeah, sure. Um, it, there's really only one in, in the city anyway. And it seems he's kind of located near what looks to be like a barracks. Uh, and so it's a um, it's an elven man, and he is um, very calmly sort of at the moment he's um, he's he's uh, hammering steel in into uh, a shape of a, uh, like a what you can tell might be like a rapier. And as you approach, he kind of continues his work very gingerly. Hello. Uh, hi there. We are, we're interested in looking at some weaponry. Hmm. He dips it back and he says, uh, Carlisle? <clears throat> you see a Um, I'm trying to reason if either of you would have. Uh, no, no. A walking bipedal, um, furred <coughs> creature steps forward, and he's 
it's it's got this cute little face with these like little whiskers hanging out, um, semi otter like, and he steps forward, and he has these little like his his outfit in general is is very well well it's like well groomed well mannered and he's got a little belt and he's got this little like green tunic and he steps forward hello it's like yeah carlisle um please our 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 guests would like to see our wares and i'm currently in the middle of building the 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 blade for the commander so um, if you could or for the captain Sorry, as a commander, uh, it's captain for the captain, and um, we, we wouldn't want to be rude. Why, of course not. Please follow me. And he sort of like motions to like inside, like he's he was outside in his like smithy, right? So he was he was much more obvious. And so uh, the little, little otter man like moves inside, like like opens the door, and the actual shop itself is very. Um, well manicured and well like worn like everything again has the feel of shaped wood and he like takes these little steps up to the counter and he's like <laughs> how may I help you I'm in love, I'm in love with Carlyle I love him so much I was just curious what you had in regards to weapons with some range hmm well, we do have, and he sort of like <clears throat> hops down over to this like it's sort of a not a display case, but it's more just like a, a um, some rungs on the wall where he's like, we have a selection of bows, we have a selection of uh, other aspects of. I suppose if you would be more specific, we could potentially help. Um, ranged weapons, we have crossbows, bows. Uh, we also have um, created some. Thrown particles as well. I think that's what they're called. <laughs> Something like thrown is probably going. what I'm looking for. Uh-huh. Yeah. A- anything in particular? I'm just curious what you got. Looking mm-hmm. to keep my options open. Well, and it, it's like basically <clears throat> daggers, darts, things that you kind of would have already suspected. Nothing super special. Any of those daggers look particularly cool? Or are they just regular old daggers? They're um they're of a different like the other ones that you had were from uh you got those from like Right, you have your two arrow cochran and then you have your other four regulars. Yeah. So the ones that the other ones that you got are much more rudimentary in design. These ones have a slight curve to them. They are much more... Uh, Liam would be able to point out to you that it's a much more elven design. It has, it has like, the... It has no uh, hand guard to them, so they are just, like, sort of, like, straight daggers that just kind of... Yeah. They... they, they like, if you're looking at thrown dagger, throwing daggers, like, they have more of an aerodynamic sort of feel to them. Not that they're wor- better or worse than the ones you already have. They are still the same kind of like. They just seem to be like a different design to keep that arrow diameter. Cool. Um, can I try one? 
if he would so choose, um, he sort of like walks over and puts up a little <coughs> thing that you can like throw stuff at. Like it's a little right. target thing. He's like, just try not to hit the walls. Will do. And I, I'll try. I'll just chuck one. Yeah, it works very similarly to the way. ones that you have. And yeah, I'm not gonna make you attack. It's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> like. It flows just as well as the other ones. It doesn't feel any better or worse. <clears throat> Good design. Okay. Good design. Yeah. You know, you... I'm gonna keep flipping one. I uh, I'm remembering that I uh, I lost my my uh, throwing axe in the the swamps. Um, do you guys have anything like that? Any sort of throwing axe starter hmm. thing? I'm looking to replace that. And he sort of looks through. He's like, Yes, we do. Yeah, they have they have a few available. It would be two silver. There isn't any like uh, larger areas I could try out something. Are there are there any sturdier places, or should I just? Well, I suppose it depends on what you'd like to do. I'm I'm testing out some new, uh, some new uh, techniques, and I'm not mm. sure how it's gonna go. So, mm. Mm. um, follow me. And so he like kind of just like walk. He like grabs the axe and like walks out with you, and just sort of takes you maybe just around the corner of this tree, around the corner, um, and there's sort of an open area that doesn't seem to be populated by anybody's uh, buildings or anything like that. It just seems to be like a back alley of sorts. And he's like, eh, we could do it here. This might work. Um, out of out of character, how would a how would a sixty foot cone treat this this back alley? <laughs> Uh, you could direct it in a way that would not deeply affect anything. It might minorly scuff up some tree, but, like, that's about it. Alright, let's, uh, let's give this a go. I'm going to take the, um, the throwing axe, and I'm going to try out, uh, one of my fun new, um, Spells conjure barrage. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! Conjure. All right. <laughs> so you take the throwing axe, and uh, you throw it axe style. And what happens with conjure barrage? You throw a non-magical weapon or fire a piece of non-magical ammunition uh, into the air to create a cone of identical weapons that shoot forward and then disappear. Each creature in a 60-foot cone must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 3d8 damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. (laughs) Okay. Well, the ground doesn't have a saving throw, so... You just... It just, like... You just... For the rest of the group, there is a 
very loud cacophony in the forest of many things hitting the ground, and you see Carlisle. It was nice. <laughs> yeah, it seems to work. Um, yeah, I'll take the uh, I'll take the axe. That and I had so him two rad. silver. You're just like <laughs> okay. Kind of like eyes you like. Nice metal robot. <laughs> he just kind of like walks away. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but he just like he, he just like. Yeah. Also, um, mainly just because nobody's brought it up. Has anybody let Ark out? He likes it in there. <laughs> he must I have set up a we little apartment close by the now. Tops because we've we've mentioned him peeking out at moments. So yeah. I assume he can get out when he wants. Yeah. He's allowed. He's just in the okay. bag. Just He's just been in the bag for at. five days. Pardon. Sorry. I assume he gets out when we're not traveling. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> Something exciting happened. Ah, yeah, so you spend... A, and, and so he comes back <laughs> in and he says, Would you like any of the daggers? <clears throat> Um, how much are they a piece? Silver. Yeah, I'll take one and I'll give them the silver. All right, you can add another yeah. dagger to your ever-growing Yay. collection. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get up to all twelve. I want all the <laughs> slots in my band. I want all the slots in my bandolier to have a dagger in it. Hmm. Something occurred to me, and I would just want to double check it with you, Tyler. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> So, using repeating shot on my pistol, uh, repeating shot says specifically, if you load no ammunition in the weapon, it produces its own, creating a piece of magical ammunition. Yeah. Um, but that also means, that seems to mean I can load non-magical ammunition into it as well. Yeah. So I could, so I can use barrage with my, my gun as well, as long as I'm using the non-magical ammunition. This says thrown non-magical item or shooting a non-magical ammunition. Yes, correct. as opposed to shooting from a non-magical. Yeah, yeah, weapon. yeah. So, yeah I, I, I just realized that reading it out loud to you now. So yeah, that's exciting. So you can have both, either or. Okay. Is anybody else? Uh, or I, I mean, like, was was that all for you two? You guys satisfied? Great. Was there any? Is there have I seen like a post office or any kind of sort of mail mail station set up here? <laughs> Seems like a larger. Well, there's a there's a non-binary station. <laughs> we can finally play. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh um, shit. Um, so, uh, there doesn't seem, uh, actually, no, this is, this is a, this is a major city, so yeah, you, you would be able to find a place to, like, send a letter. I'd like to go there. Okay. Um, nothing special about it. It's just, yeah, uh, not trying to take up more time, you know, it's, it, it's not a, it's not a hugely special 
delivery service. Um, is there anything specific that you're hoping to send? Um, yeah, I'd like to send a letter to the uh, Church of the Raven Queen in uh, in Tara. Okay, they do. They will be able they, to go they, to, They're, they're a Granian-based service. Okay. Huh. Okay, I'd like to send a letter to Barlow. Sure. Yeah. That's that's much more doable. Yes. What is the what does the letter say? I would like to say. Um. Yeah, I'd just like to say, uh. Disease eliminated. Stop. Curse remains. Stop. <clears throat> we'll be, like, on way back. Stop. But I'm just writing stop. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, it's like, it's like there's a bunch of things that say stop. I've heard this is how letters work. <laughs> um, do you, uh, did you, I'm sorry, did you say how many days it was? That you, until I, I just said we're on the way back. Okay. Um... Alright, then he sort of... Uh, uh, not he. Uh, they, they take the... Is there a name tag on the postmaster? No, there is not. Hmm. It says postmaster. Are people talking in general? They're talking uh, in corporal. Do I ever... Do, do I hear any... Uh, any names come up? Uh, you hear... Uh, uh, what are you doing? What do you need? What, what are you asking from me? Um... Trying to feel out if there's a car bail here. Okay. You do not hear that name. No. There is not a... Not a car... Not, like, in casual conversation. It doesn't get brought up. If you want to ask... If you want to ask that specifically, you can, for sure. Uh, but just not not normally. Um, in conversation, are you hearing it? Um, yeah, yeah, I'd like to... i just like to ask if they, if they, if they know car bail. Uh... They say, um, well, it's a name we know of. Um, it's, a, you know, our business does reach several of the other cities in Grania. Uh, I think he's located in Ryanstead. Um, that's sort of where the, outside of Sestead, like, Sestead and Ryanstead are the, the two, like, uh, sorry, Rehem, Rhinestead, and Sestead are the three main, like, hubs for the mail service. Uh, Reham is on the western coast of Grania, so it's kind of like their first uh, communications with Jortenia and with Alolia. Uh, uh, and then Sestead is just the, the capital, so that's also a place. Uh, Rhinestead is also the one where it's close to Lenistad. Uh, and Sestet is also so close to Ulumkar, that's usually where those go through. Okay. <clears throat> that one's close to Lenistad, and it's also kind of in this sort of area that, um, it's close to the, to the southern border, that it, like, uh, it can double as a potential for Taro, as well as a, uh, for Katsu. So that's kind of like where they're, they're, that's the where those hubs are, or where those. That's where they would kind of gather those information. Okay, so, good yeah. to know. 
Um, yeah, I was gonna say like he's like the, he's like a deputy officer. So it, it's one of those things where he's not the head of a bunch of stuff, but he is somebody who is like in charge of of uh, is is the information you would get. It's like yeah, he's, he's you know yeah, it's an administrator. We get mail from that person. Oh, excellent. I just they they helped me out once, and I I knew they worked for the for the mail system, but I wasn't sure where. So I just wanted to be able to send them something. I'm probably I'll probably be back with a gift to send them later, maybe. Um, oh. I might do it later. Uh, so they take, you. you take your letter to Barlow yeah. and, and uh, address it, and it's getting get sent off. It's probably going to be... It probably won't be much ahead of you, probably by a day. That's fair. Still. Sending word just in case we do get waylaid. Right. Uh, so you... It, does it, I'm sorry, did either of you want to... You do have to find lodgings for the night, or you guys have your camp that you get uh, like you guys are in a forest if you guys went in deep enough or went forward past the city you guys could still camp for the night I just wanted to know if you guys wanted to stay in town in the city or if you guys wanted to do something else let me know I look for animals you find them very easily there are uh, it seems like the the city itself is very um, like the general animal is not going to just like run through this town, right? Like, they're not just going to run through the city. Um, it's much too populated. But you do notice that there's a lot more, again, like, rodents, birds are very easily running through here. Um, it seems like they they are less scared of everything. They, they have more of a reason to be there. Also, the birds nest in the trees, and it's the same thing with the squirrels. And the rabbits are uh, kind of, like, going into the burrows underneath. Um... And it doesn't seem like anybody here is also, like, actively trying to shoo them away or hunt them, right? Like, you don't... you As you entered the city, you haven't seen a single, like, meat vendor. You haven't seen anybody who, like, sells it. It also seems like any of the furs or pelts or, or like, leather working that you're seeing, um, it, it, you know, it, it doesn't seem... It doesn't seem plentiful. It seems like, uh, how do I say it? Like, um, like leftovers. Like, if if you were to if you were to put like a, a an idea behind it, it would be something like. It seems more conservative than, um, uh, plentiful. Like they, like, like they only they only do like conservation is what I'm trying to say. I asked them if anyone wants to come with me. No. They're pretty sad. A lot of them just kind of say, no, we're satisfied here. We got food. We got food. Shelter. That's about all we need. Well, have you ever... People are nice mind? here. Um, we're starting an army. So, uh... Army? What's an army? A herd. No. A lot of the birds are like, got a flock. I already got a flock. And uh, some, some of the squirrels are like, I like my own space. Like, the rabbits are like, I got 18 kids. I, I, you know, I don't need to join them. You need a job to take care of. I do have a job. Thank you. <laughs> I did think you were going to, I was just like joking about looking for animals, but then you went in a really long, beautiful answer. So I felt bad. 
I have to make something of this. Uh, yeah, I, I got that. Apparently, joking. Nameless's goal is like we're starting an army of just, no, like rabbits and squirrels and what is, birds. What is this? What some kind Disney of suicide party? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was the her, that was the the elephants. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. Well, so if there's nothing else, then yeah. Um, uh, are you guys going to try to stay in in the city, or are you guys going to camp? You, I think she I'm said she camping. wanted to stay. What's up? She said I'm camping. camping. You're camping. Um, I'm camping. I, I want to do. Are there any <laughs> notable businesses or anything that have the clan symbols that I'd recognize? Um. <laughs> oh, <Jordan. laughs> Or gnome. I'm actually expecting there to be more gnome than dwarven here. Um. But. Actually, yeah, yeah. You do see. Uh, let me give me a second. Let me bring up my hmm. list. <clears throat> Let's see. Be. It, it, um, my list isn't updated on my iPad. I'm sorry. Wow. Um, I have all, I have all of their names. Uh, and that's the problem. So, like, I need those names. Um, I would say, uh, you, you do have, yeah, can you bring up the appendix real quick? Um, under... I have anybody it. else? Uh, so, so, so Nameless is camping. Thank you, Jackie. <laughs> I would rather have it here where I can actually see it than throw where... it, throw the computer. Um. So uh, then go into the organizations uh, tab, and it'll be at the very bottom. For, further, further. Uh, yeah, it's at the bottom. He put the dwarves way down there. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, someone's never looked at the, this. Yeah, the sliver worm. <clears throat> sliver worm. Interesting. Slivier. Slivier worm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do I generally know what they do? You. I mean, you haven't. You they haven't spent too that. Yeah. You I would need to spend a lot directly. more time like learning the clans to be able to know that. Yeah. Uh, what kind of so is this like a symbol on an establishment or something? Yeah, it's an establishment. Um, you you can tell that like their their export seems to be uh, um, uh, literary. My favorite. Um, yeah, it's a lot of like you like entering their establishment. You see a lot of like um, I don't remember what the term is for like uh, books. Well, the, the like a copy editor, like somebody who's actually like. Taking the original and then like oh a, a scribe, yeah I guess that is scribe, isn't it? <clears throat> I think yeah, so censor. Um, so uh, you see a few scribes like copying books and like they're making they're making a bunch of copies of, of things that they already have, but their their walls are sort of lined with a bunch of different books. It seems like, uh, yeah, you get the intention that like they are a dissemination of information, uh, like stories, books. Uh, there's some scrolls here and there. 
Is it predominantly gnomish? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they are they are a, a gnome establishment. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah, I want to just kind of like browse. Do, do, do the books seem to cover everything, or do they seem to have like an actual focus? No, no focus. It it uh, even just for the sake of brevity, like what you find is is more just like there's there's a real feel of oh these people get paid to to record other people's thoughts, other people's stories, or like you know somebody's like I want this book repaired. Can you please take this and like rewrite it? You know. Can I can I <clears throat> talk to them in gnomish and just kind of yeah. greet them? Yeah, they they, they they greet it back and uh, uh, well met. Um, wow, this is quite the operation you have going here. It's just one of our many establishments. Um, I actually, I'm, I'm a fratter fuller, but I'm. You like? Yeah. Oh yeah, the I've got the pendant thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a fratter fuller, but I, uh, ashamedly don't know terribly much outside of my own clan. I was actually wondering if you... Would you have any material that you uh, would recommend for, say, learning more about the Hellpike, learning more about uh, learn, learning more about the Roback, or, or anything? Oh, um, so you, you're looking more for something like a... Uh clan guidebook or, or, or sort of a, a, a what amounts to maybe like a cheat sheet well not a, not a cheat sheet so much as I just would like to understand the the culture of the individual clans more I suppose um, so not so much like oh not, not so much a list of the things that this clan likes but more like say if there is a text that is important to a particular clan I would like to read it hmm well, let me see what we have. He kind of goes and searches for. He pulls out three books and says, "Well, at the moment, all I have in the line, all I have available, uh, are these three books. It is sort of, it is the, the Rovac and the, uh, <coughs> pardon me, the Rovac, the uh, uh, Aquilum, and <laughs> also us in the Sleeverworm, um, is sort of a." history, uh, 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 li- uh, lineage, and, and genealogy, and um, yeah, how we were formed, the, the, the three books would, would roughly cover the same things. Yeah, I, um... Uh, are, 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 the clans usually um, curate this thing through us, um, and we would have a better selection, um, a more open selection in Ulankar, uh, but were you to stay in town for uh, the next week, I could actually get one delivered. Um, unfortunately, I'm not sure I have uh, that time. Well, um, I have the books right here that I have, <laughs> and um, you are certainly welcome to find us in uh, our other location. I think I could do that. Would it be possible to order by mail as well? I suppose, <laughs> yes. Oh, I may. We have to charge you for the delivery as well. That's that's no problem. Um, sure, I'd, I'd I'd happily take these if you don't mind. Um, how 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 much would that be? Or 
Well, uh, for each book, it's actually going to be five silver pieces per book. Sure, not a problem. Yeah, I can, I can pay that easily. Sure. They're, like, the the Rovac and the Aquilum are debts. They're... I figured, they're two of the pillars. Yeah. Um, whereas this Leverworm is about half that. Which is funny, considering... <laughs> they know how to write. That's fair. I'm, I'm, I apologize for writing you a long letter. I didn't have the time to write you a short one. Yeah. <laughs> one of those situations. Um, yeah. I think that's... That's it for now. Yeah. Okay. Well, Nameless is camping. <laughs> what are the other three doing? Well, I have marshmallows. Love to find a, an inn with a, with a pub, if I can. Grab a drink and a bed for the night. Very easily found. Uh, rooms for the night would equal. Uh, room and board is basically is is going to run you about two silver, for uh, per night. So Lolly. Uh, I'm going to camp with Nameless. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah, I was also going to camp. Great. So the three of you kind of find a spot, set up the tent, put up Flanagan. Oh. Oh, you don't have to. You don't have to do it with him. You can go <laughs> separately and alone. For sure. Uh, <laughs> evening comes and goes. You guys have uh, a rousing time back in the inn. Uh, a few people are curious about Pangolin. Um, Is this when Fight Club starts? Did he ask for a Fight Club? He was like, I'd like to look for a Fight Club in this town, please. We just never did, so maybe he does now. Miss his chance then. Maybe he'll never know if there's ever been a fight club here. The fight club was back in Dita, but we just left. Nita was in charge of it. She's the time. Uh, at the inn as well, you do see um, a few more of those otter people. Um, they seem to be kind of just like helping um, the business. They're they're kind of they're wait staff. They're the bartender. They are also. Um, uh, yeah, the caretakers. You see them kind of just like enjoying the work, but also doing it well. And also, uh, everybody around them is is like treating them better than they they treat other people. Like they they, they seem to be giving like a lot more praise to these. You can't otter people. You can't not tip an otter well. Yeah, like. But it's one of those things where it just seems like natural. It's not like a bunch of people putting on a face. It seems like they, they genuinely are like, thank you so much. And it kind of gives them a little, gives them a little shimmy. You know, they, they, they are happy to receive the praise. Um, morning comes, and if there's no other business within Matantare, you head northward. And we are sitting at one twenty. <clears throat> okay. Uh, then the next potential stop, if you guys so chose, uh, would be Timus, and that's about. Um, it's the it's the last city before Sestead. Sestead is about one hundred and thirty miles away from Timus. And from you guys right now, it's going to be day and a half to get to Timus. 
and then from there <coughs> an additional like two and a half days to get to Sistet. So I actually wanted to talk to Nameless uh, while we were camping. Yeah, it's fine. Please go ahead. Yeah. Other um, than that, nothing else happens. Or just like I assume she doesn't need to sleep as long as other people. She doesn't. So, so assume if I get up a little early, <laughs> she'll be up. I suppose. Yes. yes. Um. Yeah, I'd like to go up to her, and uh, I assume Panther's probably there too. Mm-hmm. Just say uh. So um. I'm assuming you want to find the people who did that. Yes, you want to find the Bronze Wolves? Yeah. I, uh... I think I have a lead. That device was sent to Korhal from Reinstead. So... Let's pretend I have a really not wide knowledge of that world. Where is that? It's over close to the border of Lenistad. I'm sure that they're operating in Angmar, but as we can see, they're not only in Angmar. And if we want, we can try to trace this back and figure out how they did this, why they did this, who ordered it, or... I mean, I also think we can just go through the door. We could. I'm just... It's up to you. This is more your fight than mine. I just wanted to let you know that if we wanted to get more information first, I think we have a lead. But I want to see this stop. So however you decide we're going to do that, I'm going to be there. I have personal games also. So I might not be the best person. I know that I can be selfish. So, um, it's really hard to know that, you know, there are people who were young who died because of it, because of, yeah. There are so many layers to what they did. They didn't just give them a disease. They did it in a way that was purposefully painful. They did it in a way that- Yeah, but part of me understands, and that makes me a bad person to some extent. Doesn't make you a bad person. Because I get it. You know, they're we're a disease to the world around us. They were abusing the world around us, and I get it. And that part of me scares me. 
The fact that it scares no, you, I, don't I think, think, is what matters. You know there's a better way. I had no problem telling Liam to kill people. I didn't stop for a second. But you did it to stop it from happening to more people. It was the right decision, and... Yeah, well, you don't act like it was. I wanted things to be different, but they're not. That's just, that's the way it is, like... I wanted the curse gone because then maybe I could fix all of them, but that's not... That's not the case, and... Leaving the disease there wasn't going to help, and it's... You all made the right choice. If you're talking about selfishness, it's... There's still a chance to fix them the way that they are, even if I can't do it. Well, yeah. It's prevented any more victims from happening, so... I mean, I know that. I mean, I know that... I know. I'm just saying that it might not be... I'm not ready to make that decision right now. It's fine. I just wanted you to have that information. I have to look at a map to decide. And see what's better. It would definitely be out of the way. It's just... Well, maybe we should get home first. Cause yeah, for I sure. Am, I am a little worried about the wolves. And I'm sure Set Lolly is worried about the babies. They're probably actually kind of older now. Yeah. No, we all just need to get home. I, I agree with that. I hope that everyone's okay. And Juliet's probably in the house somewhere. She's been on a bender for about six months at this point. <laughs> uh, so long. It's been so long. Juliet, the character who's never made an appearance on stream, yeah. but we still all canonically agree is in the mansion somewhere yeah, drinking. Because I keep hoping that Max will destroy us one day. Well, you guys have never. You guys regularly don't go to those dungeon cells, so. Oh. Well, that's the best place for Becky with the good scales to uh, thrive, true. so. It's true. So Becky with the good scales. So Becky. Yeah. So Becky. <sighs> Alright. Uh, can you repeat? I was RPing what the name of the. the Rhinestead. It's basically, I'm assuming it's R H I N E, no. or is it R Y N? R I A N Stead. R I. Oh, so like Ryan Johnson. Like Ryan's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's Ryan's more... dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I've said my piece. I, I you all hitch back up for the morning ride. Uh. <laughs> I want to see the otters, man. They weren't in any of the places I went. Sorry. I tell Philip all about the really cute otter in the weapons shop. And I run. His Carlisle, and he has Wait, a what? cute little tavern. Oh, nameless runs. I also run. <laughs> I want to see. 
I basically got the words, I saw a cute, and they were gone. Oh, if they say I saw a cute otter, yeah. Just really quick, just a quick glance. You like, and he's outside working with the the blacksmith, the, the weaponsmith, and he's sort of just like holding one of the metals, like as the, they keep like folding the steel. And so he keeps, he keeps like turning it and helping it. He's, yeah, he's about the size of a halfling, like a halfling or a gnome. I just, I need to. Uh, oh, you are really cute. He's got his little, okay. he's got a tunic. He's got just like, like yeah, he's got a tunic, like a green tunic. He's got a belt. He's got a little, like on the belt, he's got a little like uh, pouch. And he kind of just like keeps helping turn the steel. Oh, wow. Okay. It was nice to see you. Are you, are you trying to talk to him? I said he was cute. And he's he ignored like, me, so I left. He, he says, <laughs> oh, oh uh, thank you. Yes, thank you. I am cute. You're right. <laughs> oh, you're so confident, too. I leave. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to see. He's yeah. like, I've never, I... I have so many oh, questions. Oh, you really missed... Oh, you're there. I have so yeah. many questions, but everybody wants to leave. <laughs> uh, um, this city exists. It does. I just need to know, like, did you seriously put Garships into the game? In the episode where we gave away the Garship supplement? Honestly, it is ridiculously uh, serendipitous, because I made Matandere months ago, and I remember, I was like, okay, I want it to be this woodland town. Like, I want to be like this, a cool, like, interwoven into these trees. And then when I saw the Garships, I was like, oh, I fucking put them there. So, so it was completely. Is by chance, huh. legitimately, like they've been there for a long time. Um, I, I literally just randomly picked that supplement too. Yeah. All right. So, I, I I I had to contain myself when you were talking about it. Like, hey, did you want? One? I was like, whoa, Phil. If they stop in the city, they're going to be for a treat. <laughs> All right. A treat. Ha. Yeah, that too. <laughs> ha. Thanks. Yeah, I didn't get his push to talk on, so he can make sure. Um, you guys head out of Montedre. You make your way north. Again, day and a half to actually reach, um, to, uh, to, to reach Timus. Timus. Um, are you wanting to stop off in this city? Or are you wanting to just keep moving for the rest of your day and then the rest of the days leading up to Sestet? Yeah, I think I would like to at least stop and take a look around Timus. Okay. So we have a Timus of our life. <laughs> yeah. You guys get towards the city. It is a sort of hexagonal structure. Um and as you like the walls of the city is is like these like hexagon and um entering the city fairly simple easy um you guys have your you know you guys have your writs of passage basically through this place and um there is a a full garrison uh even more more on the walls than at Sestead and you see, uh, you get told by the entry guard, the rules are you have a residential section that you are allowed to reside in or to take, you know, take your night's rest in if you are staying for the evening. 
and there's also a place that like that's where they have supplies that's where they have things that you, like, you can just like if you're just trying to stop by to get some provisions and leave um, it is a military installation as you enter the city you see further in that like the entire city has been built as a functioning like <laughs> I got function like American Ninja Warrior like what is that uh, like a relay you know like it's it's like this like obstacle, obstacle course. course it's this giant sort of like everything moves and as you step in you're also seeing that all of the soldiers or a, a very predominant amount of the soldiers are Genasi huh um yeah okay and uh, there's there's an inn. There's a few places to get provisions, but there's not much more to this town. It seems like it's like you get you get told this is a, this is a city that is chiefly for uh, it's it's like a uh, it's a it's a military base. It's a place where people are are trained in the Granian for the Granian military, and they have a small town that they're you know able to go through as part of that. Are there, um... Are any of these shops, do any of them have, like, a clan symbol that I recognize? No. 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 This is, the, yeah, again, this is this is much more <clears throat> strict. Okay. Doesn't seem like you're... It doesn't feel like you're gonna get a lot of stuff from this unless you hunt for it. Yeah. Is this a place that we want to actually stop and spend time, or do we want to just keep going? Just keep going. All right. You might be, you know, you guys stop off, take a brief break, like half hour, rest, get some water, get some, you know, light food, um, and uh, you guys move on. Reaching the end of your uh, night, um, would you guys? You press on next, you know, next part of your journey, and finally the end of a nine day journey, you stretch your legs at the city walls of Sistead. And that is where we will call it for the evening. Thank you so much for coming by, thanks for watching, also uh, congratulations again to whoever won. Uh, Insert name here. Great. Uh... I don't know what she's pointing down to or pointing over. I don't know what it is, but uh, I was pointing down to Shaquelin. Shaquelin. I'm like, oh, it's her. I'm like so name. upset that like serendipitously the Garship appeared when I decided to randomly give away the Garship because I love the Garship. But the Garship were in a place where like it wouldn't make sense for us to stop and actually like engage with the Garship. They're showcased well. I just I want to do more Garship. We can go back there. We yeah, have a house more. that moves. Also, it's like you yeah, know, they, it's not that it's not like they're, they're, they're. It's not. I, what I'll say is, it's not the only place I intend to put them, but it's okay. the main place I intend. To put them. Heck yeah! Can I request that they get put everywhere? No. Can we bring a garship? Oh, oh you can request it. I. I, I, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> but thank can you. Can we? Everybody. Can I request that one is named Peanut Butter? Jelly, peanut butter, and jelly. Oh, PB and J, the the show on uh, PB 
PBS? Was that on PBS? Yeah. I think so. Peanut and Baby and Jay Otters. Or was that a Disney channel? Oh, it was on Disney. Disney Channel. Oh, it was Disney. It was a Disney, yeah. Disney. channel. Because I'd wake up at 6 a.m. to watch it right after Bear in the Big Blue House. Aww. And on that note, goodbye, <laughs> goodbye, good friends. Thank Bye. you so much. So long Bye. Farewell Thank to you, you my friends. So long. Farewell. Thanks for listening to the Natural Ones podcast. Be the first to catch the action when the show airs on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitch, or check back every Friday wherever you get your podcast for a new audio episode. 